Hey there, Angry Faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing, we, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Psychos and Sociopaths, we're going to talk about Richard Ramirez. Now, this was an all-around... He's an all-around just shit pump. Uh, He's an American serial killer, serial rapist, kidnapper, child molester, burglar... And he was into satanism and the cult. Uh, Let's just dive into this. But his uh, other names was the uh, Valley Intruder, the Walk-In Killer, and most infamously, the Night Stalker, which we already talked about Night Stalker, and this is how we got to this guy right here. But he's not the original Night Stalker. We're just going to go with uh, Valley Intruder and the Walk-In Killer because he's not. uh, I don't think he's a Night Stalker. Uh, Richard Ramirez was born in El Paso, Texas on February 29th, 1960 to Juan and Mercedes uh, Ramirez, the youngest of the five children. Uh, His father, Juan, uh, Mexico national and former... uh, Chad Juarez, a uh, policeman who later became a laborer in Topeka and Santa Fe Railway, was an alcoholic, was prone to fits of anger that often result in physical abuse towards his wife and children. Richard began smoking marijuana and drinking alcohol at the age of 10. Wow, that's sad. Uh, as a 12-year-old Richard, or Reggie, uh, as he was known to his family, was strongly influenced by his older cousin Miguel, uh, a decorated Green Beret combat veteran who himself had already became a serial killer and rapist during his time in the U.S. Army. What? In the Vietnam War, Mike often bolstered of his brutal war crimes and shared por- Polaroid photos with Richard showing Vietnamese women who he had raped, murdered, dismembered, or thought uh, taught his younger cousin some of his military skills, such as killing with stealth and efficiency, st- staying hidden 
in a dark in the dark especially at night around it this time richard began to seek escape from his fallen violence and temper by sleeping in local cemeteries wow man i teach i'm i'm not gonna lie to you i teach my kid how to defend herself for you know people that are attacking but never to teach my kid how to be a serial killer he literally would stop uh, from what i'm reading he literally was taught how to be a serial killer which oh my god that's some fucked up parenting well it's not really parent well it's still mentoring we'll go with mentoring that's a better word for this type of crap anyways Richard was president uh, May 4th, 1973, when Mike Bailey shot his wife, Jessie, in the face with a handgun during a domestic argument. Like the graphic photos and stories, his his cousin's war crimes in Vietnam, Ramirez would later similarly remark that wetnings of the murder was not traumatic for him in a traditional sense, but rather a subject of fascination. After the shooting, Richard became sullen withdrawal from his family and peers. Sorry, I've got really bad gas right now. Uh, Mike was later found not guilty of Jesse's murder by raising a san- a san- oh, sanity. With the san- uh, shooting attribute and post-traumatic stress disorder from his service in Vietnam, he was confronted for several years at the Texas State Mental Hospital. Uh, shortly after the shooting, Richard moved in with his older sister, Ruth, and her husband, Roberto, an obsessive peeping Tom who took Richard along. Good Lord. God, this is literally step by step. How do you make a serial killer uh, who took Richard? And he was just being helped by his fucking family. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks was an obsessive peeping Tom who took Richard along his uh, nocturnal exploits. After Mike was released from the mental hospital in 1977, he sometimes accompanied Richard and Roberto as a voyeur... Voyeuristic? Voyeuristic? Hold on, people. Stephen Hawking voice. Yeah, voyeuristic. Sorry about that. Uh, frankly, he uh, he and Mike resumed bonding over their sheer use of drugs and alcohol. It was during this period Richard began uh, using LSD and had an interest in Satanism and the occult. With I hate to tell people this, but I've I've read the uh the Satanic Bible and everything like that. It's it it's it's a bore it's i mean that's something i i'm not interested in anything but it's just the guy that uh, one day i'll i'll go over the guy that wrote it in in a what the hell episode but it's one of those things that it's it's almost comical uh but it, let's go back on to this uh when he reached adolescence richard ramirez began to melt his uh 
They get burgering. Um, big word, sorry. Stephen Hawking goes. Bargaining sexual fantasies with graphic violence, including forcing bondage and BDSM, murder, mutilation, and rape. While still in uh, school, he took a job at a local holiday inn and used his pass key to rob sleeping patrons. On the last one uh, ca- uh, occasions, Ooh, Ramirez molested two children in an elevator at in the elevator at the hotel, but he was never reported or prosecuted for the act. His employment ended abruptly after Ramirez attempted to rape a woman in her hotel room and was caught in the act by the victim's husband. Although the husband beat Ramirez at the scene, criminal charges were dropped when the couple who lived outside of state declined to return to Texas to uh, testify against him. Oh my God. Should have beat him to death. Honestly. Beat him to death. Uh, Ramirez dropped out of Jefferson High School. Well, he was a minor, I think, but I would doubt would it took it. Ramirez dropped out of uh, Jefferson High School in the ninth grade in 1982 at the age of 22. He moved to, uh, to settle permanently in California. It was around this time that Ramirez began use of cocaine, which quickly became his substance of choice and began to commit theft and uh, bulgarize to procure money for said addiction he lived uh nomadically between san francisco and los angeles county during this time prior to his incarceration he was known to frequently travel between north and south areas of california both before during and his long crime spree the murders On April 10th, 1984, Ramirez murdered Mei Long, a nine-year-old Chinese-American girl in the basement of his apartment building in Tilton District, San Francisco. <laughs> Leong was, uh, was with her eight-year-old brother and reported looking for one of those $1 bills when Ramirez approached the girl and told her to follow him into the basement to find it. Once they <clears throat> sorry, once they were in the basement, Ramirez beat, strangled, and raped Luan before st- uh, stabbing her to death with a switchblade, hanging her partly nude body uh, uh, from a pipe with her blouse the killings was not linked to ramirez until 2009 when his dna matched with the sample obtained by the crime scene in uh, 2016 officially disclosed evidence of a second subject identified through dna uh, sample retrieved from the scene who is believed to have been present at the lame murder authorities have not publicly identified the subject describing and being being a juvenile at the time and have not brought uh brought up charges due to lack of evidence Ugh. but these are the night stalkers crime they ended up just making a list uh june 28th 1984 uh yeah 1984 i literally had it like a uh talking Chinese moment, which, <laughs> anyways, June 28, 1984, uh, Ginny Vasco, 
uh, March 17th, 1985. Uh, Maria uh, Hernandez and Del Yoshi Okazei. Okazei. Okazaki. Uh, March 17th, 1985. Uh, Tazlan Yu. Uh, 1985, Vincent and Maria Zoraira. Yeah, Zoraira. Uh, Bill Lou, uh, Lillian Dow, uh, Mabel Bell and Florence Lang, uh, Carla Kyle and her 11 year old son. Good lord. Uh, Mary Cannon, Whitney Barnett. Uh, it's just laundry list. Uh, but through these brutal murders, uh, the identification of Ramirez, Erickson gave a detailed description of the assault to investigators. Uh, and police obtained a case of Ramirez footprints from Ramirez's uh, house. Uh, the stolen toilet was found abandoned on August 28th in Koreatown, Los Angeles. The police obtained a single uh, fingerprint from Rearview Mirror. Ramirez carefully uh, efforts to write clean of uh, his prints. The prints was positively identified belonging to Ramirez, who described as a 25-year-old drifter from Texas uh, with a long rap sheet that included many arrests for traffic and illegal drug uh, violations. Identification of Ramirez's print was described as a near match. As the system used, the identification uh, was recently installed. I guess this time frame, they... Uh, started using fingerprints to identify killers a little bit uh, for uh, legalization. Uh, because uh, even Ian, most of the time, DNA evidence isn't even miscible in court, I don't think, anymore. Let's look that up real quick, because I'm... Uh, I, I hear and read things, and I think it's a lie detector that's not admissible in court. Yeah. Uh, Let's look at DNA on samples, yes, yes, yes. It can even be used to solve crimes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that people I'm blanking a lot of stuff, but I think it's like the lie detector that's not an admissible in court. They still use it, even though it's not a uh, viable use for court. And it's like one one thing that I just can't understand why lie detectors aren't admissible in court. Uh, it's I would have to do more research on it, but there, it's it's a strange thing. Uh. Uh, Munchstock, 1984, for arrest of auto theft. Uh, his capture. Uh, on August uh, 30th, 1985, Ricker took, uh, Ramirez took a 
uh, bus to Tulsa, uh, Tux, Tux? Yeah. Another Stephen Hawking voice moment. Tucson. Tucson. I, I had it right. Tucson, Arizona to visit his brother. Unaware that he uh, had become a lead story in a virtual every major newspaper and television uh, news program across California. After falling to meet his brother due to uh, him not uh, being home, Ramirez returned to Los Angeles earlier on the morning of August 31st. He walked past police officers who were staking out the bus terminal in the hopes of catching the killer should he attempt to flee on an outbound bus. And into a convenience store in East Los Angeles. After no- noticing a group of elder- elderly Hispanic women fearfully identifying him as El Mortor, uh, the killer uh, in Spanish. Now, Mator? Mator. My Spanish is a little off. El Matador. Wow, that's okay. I guess I. Uh, Ramirez saw his face on the front page of the newspaper La Opinion uh, with the headlines calling uh, Investigator Nocturno, uh, the night invader, and flee the store in a panic. After running across San Angelo Freeway, he attempted to carjack an unlocked uh, Ford Mustang, but was pulled out by an ang- angry resident. Hold on, people. Sorry about that. Fastido Pinan. Uh, Ramirez ran across the street in an attempt to take uh, car keys from Angelo de la Torre. The woman's husband, Miguel de la Torre, uh, witnessed the attempt and struck Ramirez over the head with a fence post, post in the pursuit. A group of uh, over 10 residents formed a chase Ramirez down wow uh Hubbard Street uh Boyd Heights the group of citizens forced and quickly arrived at the 20, uh 3700 block of Hubbard and found that Ramirez was uh, severely beaten unarmed and took him into custody the crowd grew to several hundred people with uh and was becoming unruly toward Ramirez and uh, responding uh, officer, Andy Ramirez, no relation. Thank God. That's one of the things, his last names carry on. It's like that whole, uh, his name is Mud type deal. Uh, Stayed behind while officer Kim Kessler drove Ramirez to a Halton uh, Beck police station. Basically, hold on. Basically, he literally, they mobbed him. That oh man, some they didn't try hard enough, in my opinion. With all the stuff that they, they did, and then, and then this is just my opinion. A lot of people will go out and say, "Oh, you you can't be judge, jury, and executioner." I mean, he was doing something bad, and they just it, it's mom mentality. But sometimes it can be good. Sometimes, not all the time. Social media, not so much. This instance beat the monster and yes he was a monster i don't care what you say uh trial and conviction uh jury selection for the uh trial began in uh july 22nd 
1988. At the first court appearance, Ramirez raised a hand with a pentagram drawn on it and yelled, Hell Satan. On August 3rd, 1988, Los Angeles Times reported that some jail employees overheard Ramirez planning to shoot the prosecutor with a gun, which Ramirez intended to smuggle into the courtroom. Coincidentally, a metal detector was installed outside and an intensive search was conducted on people entering. Wow, that's luck, I guess. On August 14th, the trial was interrupted because one of the jurors, Philip Segrin, did not arrive at the courtroom. Later that day, she was found shot to death in her apartment. The jury was terrified, wondering if Ramirez somehow directed this event from inside his prison cell whether or not he could reach others other jurors however it was ultimately uh, ultimately determined that ramirez was not responsible for Sergio's death just sad coincidence as she was shot and killed by her boyfriend who later committed suicide uh with the same weapon in the hotel uh the alternative juror uh who replaced uh singulary was too frightened to return to her home. On September 20th, 1989, Ramirez uh, convicted of all charges, 13 counts of murder, five attempted murders, uh, 11 uh, sexual assaults, and 14 burglaries. During the penalty uh, phase of the trial on November 7th, 1989, he was sentenced to death in California's gas chamber. He stated to... uh, he started to report uh he stated to reporters after the death sentence big deal death always uh with uh big deal death always went with uh territory city and disneyland the trial cost 1.8 million dollars in today's date it's 3.93 million dollars in 2021 dollars which at the time made it the most expensive uh, trials in history, surpassed the O.J. Simpson case in 1994. Uh, Good Lord. Uh, He did try to appeal it on August 7th, 2006. uh, First round of state appeals. And and yes, every state has an appeal process. Takes about 15 years to kill a person which it's kind of a tit-for-tat type deal to uh, make sure that you're getting the right guy. Uh, Ramirez's first round of state appeals ended unsuccessfully when California Supreme Court upheld his conviction and death sentence. On September 7th, uh, 2006, the uh, California Supreme Court denied request for a rehearing uh, Ramirez was initially appeals pending until the time of his death. Uh, we'll get to that in one minute. Uh, psychologist Michael H. Stone described Ramirez as a made uh, psychopath as opposed to a born psychopath. He said that Ramirez's so, uh, uh, schizophrenia personality disorder combined to the uh, indifference to the suffering of his victims and his untreatability stone also stated that ramirez was knocked unconscious and almost died on multiple occasions before his six, uh he was six years old as a result later the very typically 
epilepsy aggressiveness and hypersexuality. And yes, that, that, that actually is possible. I mean, I hate to use her as an example. There, there, there's two comedians that you can use that as an example. First one was Sam Kennison. Uh, Sam Kennison was a youth pastor for the longest time. Uh, then he got in a car. I think he got hit by a car. The same thing happened with Roseanne Barr. They both got hit by vehicles. And uh, they were like straight-A students and everything. And once they got hit by a vehicle or they had uh, brain trauma, we'll just go with brain trauma. What had happened was is their whole it, – it, it's like a, a switch – they're not bad people, mind you, but it just – it was one of those things that switched them from uh, one personality to another. That That's what I'm getting at. It is actually possible if you hit somebody hard enough uh, accidentally or on purpose or whatever the case that you might switch their personality. Another note is a, a guy that when I was working corrections, he – was a child molester, had no sympathy for what happened to him, but he was legitimately beating, uh, beaten, uh, mentally ha- handicapped now. I mean, they beat him so bad that he's now mentally handicapped. But Ramirez did die uh, during his corrections. He wasn't gassed. Uh, he had secondary uh, to B-cell lymphoma at marlin general hospital in greenbury california on june 7th two, uh, 2013 he was also being uh, affected by chronic substance abuse and chronic uh, hepatitis c uh, viral infections at 53 years old he had been on death row for more than 23 years oh my god that's too long but some estimate he would have been in his early 70s before his uh, as before his execution was carried out due to uh, California's lengthening appeal process. Texas is 15 years. Unless you, like, kill in front of a lot of people, then you're put up in an express line. That's Ron White, people. I'm not stealing his stuff. But anyways, on that note, uh, he this is one of those people that it, most of the most of the serial killers we go on, uh, they're pretty much uh, – some of them are made. Some of them are just born that way. Yes, it is possible. Uh, this is one of them that was made. And I I feel bad for the circumstances. I'm not going to lie. The uh, circumstances of a uh, six-year-old being beaten like that, it, it, it's no call for it. You, you don't need that. Uh, no, no child should be beaten that bad or being bad i mean there's alternatives but sometimes you need a good whooping i'm not gonna lie people are gonna hate me you shouldn't strike your child Mm. what if they're trying to you know of course if they're trying to poke a fork in a light sock maybe you need to smack them smacking just a little tad oh no you can just pull them away or you just let them do it just find out how you won't do that again but anyways, uh, we might be changing this venue a little bit 
but not much. We're still going to go over killers and murderers and stuff like that. We might actually go over cold cases. Uh, someone actually uh, asked me to do that. Uh, one of the people that listened to me, not even know, listened to me. It's like, hey, why don't you go over cold cases? I, like, eh, I might uh, look it through, uh, go over with my co-host about it. Uh, see if that's something that he will be interested in. Uh, but it, 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 it's one of those things that when you, it, I would have to have somebody else uh, doing that with me because I would love to have somebody, you know, going back and forth how how us as an intelligent people would figure out these cold cases. Uh, I, I, I'm I very, very love. I don't even know that's the right phrase way to put it, but uh, I love detective stuff. I've always had for years watching uh, movies and reading books that, you know, you don't know what's going to happen until you finally get to that last chapter. You know, it's always great. Uh, but, uh, well, everybody know, and uh, hopefully next week, give you a definitive answer. And if you do listen to the show, comment on our YouTube channel or comment on our Facebook page. Or uh, message me on if that's a venue that you would like to hear from us. Let us know. Uh, always, always willing to uh, go out and uh, do a compromise. Maybe once a month do a cold case or once three months or whatever. Uh, but it, it's just one of those things that's much interesting. I was thinking about it beforehand, but I was like, eh, how will I do it? You know. But that's that, people. I'm David German. Thank you for watching Psychos and Sociopaths. Check y'all out later.